Will the 15-year-old princess, played by an actress in her 20s, have sex with an older man? I think that's the question that uh, House of the Dragon is asking right now. So that's coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I watched the second episode of House of the Dragon. I want to say dragons, but it's dragon. But that's the uh, new Game of Thrones sequel prequel on HBO or whatever. I don't know. I steal all my content. I have a rule that I don't pay for anything. Except that I do pay for something now. I have a VPN. I don't know. This is not an advertisement, but I looked at all the VPNs and Surfshark was the second cheapest. And so I got myself Surfshark. It's $60 for two years. And if you combine Surfshark with BitTorrent, then you can download any TV show, any movie, any music, any anything. Any anything you could ever want to download and no one will ever bother you. Okay, that makes me think of a story. So, no one uses BitTorrent anymore. Everyone streams. People don't have the whatever. You, you got to be a little more, you got to be a little more computer savvy, I would say. It's not that easy. I want to say, "Oh, you're all idiots." No, you're not all idiots because it is it does take more effort to basically illegally download stuff versus, you know, just clicking through Netflix. And you know, and Netflix like, you know, that uh what's it called, the dashboard. The dashboard that's a useful thing. Like, I can help you find something like, oh, it's new, you know, something that just came out today. I mean, BitTorrent can, you can kind of do that with BitTorrent, but I mean, it's not as good. It's not as seamless and awesome as Netflix's thing. I mean, I used to pay for Netflix, and I got tired of it, and I canceled it. So, you know, that dashboard doesn't mean that I like Netflix enough to keep paying for it. And a lot of what I did pay for it was, you used to be able to allow two people on your account or something anyways. So I was paying for it. I kept paying for it, basically, for the other person. And then eventually I'm like, I, ain't, I haven't watched this thing in months, and I'm tired of paying for you, so I just I quit it. Hit it and quit it. But in any case, I'm a criminal. I steal my TV shows. So what is the downside of that? And so this is the story. So I had some roommates, and I guess I had taught them how to download whatever they wanted illegally also. And we were all just living our lives, watching whatever the hell we wanted. And then, uh, why is it the girl? It was the girl. It's always the girl. And I live with my buddy. And then his girlfriend was a stripper. I don't know. Anyway, she was nice. But she downloaded the greatest hits of Johnny Cash. Which normally would be like, who cares? You know, I was, I was downloading some movie. She was downloading some music. Who cares? Well, the answer was... You know, whatever record company owned that record, they were the ones who cared. And so they made a complaint. I had Comcast at the time. So they made a complaint with Comcast, and then Comcast gave them our address. You know, And, like, I should say, like, there, there was a time, maybe 15 years ago, occasionally there'd be someone in the news. It's like, oh, they had to pay $10,000 because they downloaded a movie one time. Anyways, they don't do that anymore. Since the streaming stuff has come out... Um, Companies don't like to sue people for downloading illegally because all that is is a reminder to the general public. What? What do you mean got sued for downloading illegally? I didn't even know that was an option. You mean I could go download something illegally? So they don't bring it up. But anyways, this woman downloaded the greatest hits of Johnny Cash 
And for whatever reason, the way they broke it down, so they, sent, so they sent us a letter. But it wasn't a letter saying, hey, we know you downloaded Johnny Cash, stop it. Every song was an individual letter. And so, like, I got home one day, and there was just a giant stack of envelopes, letters, all identical. And it's like the greatest hits had maybe 40 songs on it. And so every song generated a letter that got sent to me. And we never did anything about it. I think we just kind of ignored it, but it was kind of scary. It was scary to just see that many letters saying, you're a thief, you're a thief. 40 letters saying, we caught you. Actually, I think what happened was I showed that to the girl and she quit downloading, which I didn't tell her to quit downloading, but I think that was the result. So those letters were mildly effective. I mean, I kept going, but she stopped. But anywho, this is going to be a review episode I also watched She-Hulk, so that's the two things that are out now. Um, I watched the second episode of She-Hulk. I liked it. Like all the anti-woke YouTube reviewers who attack woke media uh, are attacking She-Hulk and saying that it's terrible, but uh, whatever. I guess I don't agree with them. I don't make, you know, I don't make any money off of this. If someone was like, I'll give you $100 to say that She-Hulk is terrible, I'd be, I'd be here right now telling you She-Hulk is terrible, but I liked it. I didn't like the first episode that much. I did like the second episode. It's kind of a feminist thing. Um, but I don't know. They had this joke. They, I think they had a few jokes that made me laugh out loud. But the, the one joke that made me laugh out loud, and I think this guy's... I hope this guy's not gone. Because She-Hulk has gone from... I'm not going to tell you the story, but... she go, She's going from... She got fired from one law firm, and then she had to go get a job at another law firm where she's going to be a superhero lawyer. But so, kind of before that, before she switches law firms, she they all her all her lawyer um, coworkers go to the bar to whatever, and there's this guy, the guy who was like he was just a he was just a stupid man. In the first episode, he's just a stupid man who's just there to show you that men are stupid and incompetent and possibly evil. But in the second episode, I mean, he's still he's still playing the same kind of stupid, maybe evil, smarmy type of man but he had a funny line i'm just gonna tell you what it was so he's talking to she hulk about whatever and then at the end of the conversation he he kind of he looks across the bar and he goes there's a hot chick over there i'm gonna go talk to it and that made me laugh so anyways i like the second episode of she hulk check it out if it sounds good to you check it out if it don't obviously skip it and then i watched house of the dragon which i think I think that's, you know, that's that's more in the zeitgeist, whatever. That's I think that's more popular than She-Hulk. People are talking about it more, a lot. And the anti-woke people are saying that it's good. It's, I don't know, I think it's I think it's actually getting more woke than She-Hulk. I mean, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care if something's woke. It just has to be good or not. Like, I don't know. I, if something's bad and anti-woke, probably wouldn't watch it. Although, I don't know if those two things can ever go together. But so I like the second episode of House of the Dragon. I think I'll watch a third one. I never watch scripted stuff, so let me tell you, that's that's pretty good. Pretty good if you can get me to watch, because I, I only watch YouTube. I watch, like, off-grid people building stuff with tractors. But so there's going to be mild spoilers probably in this. Um, the characters are, I don't know their names yet, but anyways, there's a king. There's this 15-year-old blonde daughter. Um... There's the king's brother, and the king's brother wants to be the king. But they said that the 15-year-old blonde daughter, princess, the, we'll call her the princess, whatever. They had, In the previous episode, they had gotten together and said the princess is going to be the king. 
you know, after the king dies. And then there's a, I guess, 15-year-old brunette girl who's the friend of the princess. And then there's the, all these people are white. And then there's the, there's, a, there's the black, I don't know, the black guy. I don't know his name. There's a black guy who's a noble at the king's court or council or whatever. And he looks fabulous. He has like white dreadlocks and he looks great. I guess I'll say this. They haven't gotten any race stuff in here. It's like race doesn't exist. I don't know. I think maybe in the third episode they're going to say that race does exist in this world. But so far it just seems like black people and white people, they don't even know. They don't even know that, hey, you're black. They don't even know that. Although the black guy's wife is white and their kids are mixed race. I guess let's put it this way. The racial wokeness, there is none so far. But I think they're going to do it in the third episode. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But the feminist wokeness is pretty hardcore. And also, it's stupid. Like, I like the show, but I just, I don't know. I just had to stop and... Actually, I recorded a whole podcast that I accidentally deleted of me talking about it while I was watching the show. So just every couple seconds, I had to just pause the show and record a little episode or a segment saying, that's fucking stupid. Anyways, but I deleted all that, so now I don't even remember. I probably did about 10 segments about how the stupid things that they did. But now I'm just going on memory. But I did a review in a previous episode, and it's basically the same problem, which is like the... So far, the point of the show is that men are unjustifiably keeping women down. Like, women are talented and smart, and the men can't abide it. And that would be fine. Like, you know, that, that, that might be the real world, or at least, you know, it, it takes place in, like, medieval Britain is basically how everything is, even though it has dragons and magic or whatever. But, so, I'm sure in medieval Britain, the women were not given a fair shake, and society was sexist. But here's where Game of Thrones changes stuff, and it makes the whole thing stupid, which is that the 15-year-old princess, she has a dragon. She rides around on a giant dragon. Which is basically like the equivalent of a big-ass helicopter with a flamethrower attached to it. You know, and, you know, whatever. And the, the, the claws are like guns and the teeth are like machine guns. I mean, anyways, this girl could kill a thousand men with, with just, you know, a snap of her fingers. She'd just get on her dragon. She'd cook them all with fire. Boom. She, she, could, she could take down her versus an army. That army is fucked. And so this idea that women are always kept down by the men, in real life that makes sense, right? Because a big man can beat up a woman. But in Game of Thrones, a woman could just fry the hell out of entire armies. So why, why, why are women not respected? I mean, this is basically like, you know, like, you know, she's like Superman. She's like a superhero. She's like Superman. And, you know, some people are like, you know what, you, could, you, you, you can never be king because you're a woman. And it would be like, uh, hey, Superman, you can never be the king. Just because you're more powerful and smarter and better looking and could destroy entire, entire armies with your heat vision, you could never be king because, well, because we have a woke thing about superheroes not being king. And so the show just, it keeps doing the same thing. Like, you know, there's the king and his council and they're figuring out their political games and are they going to go to war? Are they going to do this so you're gonna kill this person blah 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 and the princess like every time every time the 
basically it's these dumbasses, apparently, according to the show, all the men are dumbasses, and she'll, you know, she'll be kind of listening to them, she's not allowed to sit at the table, but she'll be walking around cleaning or something, and then she'll jump in and just say, oh, why don't we, we should do this, right, and it would just be like, the obvious answer, like all the men will be sitting around going, well, two plus two equals seven, what will we do, and she'll jump in and she'll be like, two plus two, two equals four, we need to kill that motherfucker. And they'll be like, well, we can't do what a woman said. And anyways, the show just lays it on super thick. How stupid and wrong the men are and how right and talented this girl is at everything that she does. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's fine. I mean, she's a superhero. If you're going to make someone awesome, you got to kind of decrease the power levels of everyone else. You can't have everyone be Superman. So she's Superman and the rest of them are normal people. So this is kind of early in the show, anyway. So that they kick they kick her out. You you can't you can't hang out with us and say obviously true things and show us all to be fools. So they kick her out of the meeting and they're like, hey, why don't you go choose? I don't know the number one knight, like the number one fighter or something for the kingdom. And so she goes to this thing and there's all these men there and she she gets to choose which one of them will be the number one knight. I don't know what they call them. And. All of the all of the men, except for one, all of the men are like incompetent, ignorant, but important. But but here's the only part that matters: rich men. Oh, and they're ugly. They're ugly. They're very ugly. And anyways, and then there's one other one who is not a rich, ugly, incompetent man, and he is a super handsome, super competent at battle man, but he's poor. And so the princess is like, well, I choose the super handsome, competent man to be the first knight. And then this, you know, and then she's surrounded by these stupid men are like, what? You can't choose the super, you, you can't choose the handsome, competent man. He's poor. Don't you know you never chose a poor person? You got to choose one of the ugly, incompetent men because they're rich. I mean, whatever. The writing is not that good. They're just like, they're like. I mean, they just come out and tell you, they're like, this guy is incompetent, and he's rich, and you can see that he's ugly, and you're like, oh, I get it, and then they show the other guy, and it's just like, this is the most handsome man in the entire show, it's like, you know, they, they didn't bring this actor on here to be turned down by the princess, so, I mean, basically, I'm sure that guy and the princess are gonna fuck later on, anyways, so she chooses the handsome, competent man, like, I don't know, like you would, I just... Whatever. It just all every 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 step of the show, I pred- I can predict what they're gonna do. I mean, I don't even think that's a spoiler. The answer is the handsome actor who is obviously gonna be a major character gets chosen by the princess, who's always right. You know, little little Miss Princess always right. And I don't know. This this probably makes it sound like I didn't like the show. I still like the show. It's a good show. It's just very predictable, which you know that doesn't that doesn't make a show bad. You know, this is not a Quentin Tarantino movie where you don't know what the hell is going to happen. Okay, now the shocking part. So Game of Thrones is famous for doing shocking things. And so the stuff that this episode gets into is old men marrying, or, you know, the, 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 the prospect. They don't, they don't actually do anything. The idea that maybe an old man would marry a young girl. And I look up the ages of these people, you know. So the, the 15-year-old princess, she's played by a 22-year-old actress. I don't think she's getting... I don't think anyone's getting in her pants while she's still fif- supposedly 15. 
But then her 15-year-old brunette friend, she's played by a 19-year-old actress, and... I know, spoiler, spoiler, the king's gonna marry her. So, the king's gonna marry a 15-year-old, although she looks like a 19-year-old. I mean, she looks like she's in her 20s to me, but... I mean, she ain't old. She ain't old like me. But there's talk about, like, the black guy, he wants um, the king to marry his daughter, and she's... I mean, I didn't look up the actress's age. The actress is pretty young. Anyways, that like, she's 12. And so the shocking part, you know, here's the shocking part of the show is it's like, hey, do you want to marry that king? And she's like, well, I heard he can't fuck me until I'm 14, so I don't know. She's like, not really, but at least he can't, at least we can't have sex until I'm 14. And so that's the shocking part. But anyways, he, he doesn't, he turns her down and chooses the actress or the the character whose actress is above 18 and so i think for modern sensibilities that's kind of the that's the thing that one of the things that this new game of thrones show is going to hang its hat on as being shocking like oh my god old men marrying young girls and so i don't know i didn't i don't know that, that the concept doesn't shock me first i could predict it i'm like the king is not going to marry the 12-year-old. This show doesn't have the balls. You know, like, in real life, in the past, you know, a thousand years ago in England, there probably was some king marrying a 12-year-old and maybe waiting until she was 14 or something. But I'm like, this show doesn't have the balls. And the show didn't have the balls. Oh, and then the brunette, uh, she is seducing the king, so... I don't know. She's seducing the king, but then it turns out she's seducing him because her dad tells her to, so that... I don't know, take that as you will. Like, you dirty old man king. This, you know, this smoking hot, you know, looking like she's 20 years old, but pretending to be she's 15 years old. Uh, actress is seducing you. You shouldn't like this at all. I mean, I don't know. And then it turns out, even though she's super good at seducing him, she didn't want to do it at all. It's just her dad making her be a sex pot. I don't know. Drinking game today is drink whenever I say I don't know and there's a time jump coming like when you look up who's the cast or something on IMDb or Google or whatever it's like uh, all the young women are about to be replaced with different actresses when they're older and then all the men are going to be continue to be played by the same actors so I guess that means you know if, if this is supposed to be shocking they're not going to be able to keep it up or whatever. They're not going to keep it up for very long because they're going to replace all the 20-year-olds with, I guess, 40-year-olds. And the 20-year-olds are 15, and the 40-year-olds, I guess, will be in their 20s. I don't know. Anyways, I guess let's put it this way. The show is trying to be shocking about old men marrying young girls. And just when I was watching it, I was like, I was just doing a lot of math. I'm like, how old is that guy? How old is that girl? How old is, you know, how old is the actress? How old is the character? What are they saying exactly? So, you know what? I like math. So basically, it was kind of a little bit of a math puzzle. And so I enjoyed that. I, I had to pause it and go, you know, I paused it and I was, because I watch everything on my computer. My computer's hooked to a TV, so it's just, I have total control. And so I would just pause this show and then I'd go look up. I'm like, how old is that actress? Oh, okay. She's in her 20s. That makes it okay, I guess. What else? Uh... There's a phrase called deus ex machina. 
which I think it's like Latin or something, and I think it means God from machine. Deus is God, X, I guess, is from, and then Machina is machine. And it's a saying, I think it comes from like Greek plays, or I don't know, like two, you know, a couple thousand years ago or something, where they would, they'd have some play, they'd have some story, you know, maybe the, some guy was, I mean, I don't even know. It doesn't matter. There's a boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl. It doesn't matter. Whatever story they had in their plays in the Greek days, basically probably about battle. But what they would do is they would have at the end, you know, at the end of the play, the hero was going to lose, and then the gods would come in and save him and make him the winner. And so that's why, you know, from God the machine or gods from the machine or whatever, that's why it's called Deus Ex Machina. And it's just if you're watching something and it's like this person could never win and then something that is completely ridiculous happens or whatever, you know, basically just the writers are like, well, there's no way this guy's going to get out of it unless we just basically come in with the hand of God and make the uh, result of the story the way we wanted it to be where the hero wins. But that's how I feel about the blonde princess and her dragon. Because, you know, everything's going on. It's like, oh, women can't do this. And then these men are, like, plotting against each other. And all that stuff makes perfect sense. And it's all fine. And then they get, you know, and then the, 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 the story will, will just get the men into a pickle. They're into a pickle that they can't, can't get out of. And everyone's going to die. And then this girl will just come in on our dragon and save the day. You know, so maybe call her Princess Ex Machina. And so I think... I think that's how the show's gonna go. Like in this one, they have whatever. There's the the king's. It doesn't matter. There's this one major character who's a man, and there's this other major character who's a man, and they are about to have to fight until one of them is dead. But the show needs both of them. You know, they can't they can't kill off their main characters, and so those two men are about to fight until they kill each other, and then she just flies in on her dragon and is like, "Don't fight," and they're like, oh, "Well, you got a dragon. I guess we'll do what you say." Yeah, so the early the original Game of Thrones was famous for killing off major characters. And this show, whatever, I don't think whatever. They haven't killed off anyone that's shocked me so far. But when this, you know, Princess Ex Machina comes down on her dragon and says, "You guys can't stop. You you guys stop fighting because otherwise I'm going to cook you to a crisp." And they do stop. That's not the end of it. Because they're like, what? You, you can only tell us what to do because you got a dragon. So she gets off the dragon. Like, she's so badass. She gets off the dragon. And she goes up to one of the guys who's, like, saying blah, blah. And she's like, fine. Kill me now. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't need my dragon. If you have the balls, kill me now. And he doesn't kill her. But if he just killed her right there, then I would have been shocked. That was their chance to shock the shit out of me. But they didn't take it. And she goes and gets back on her dragon and leaves. Twitter handle at Anti Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.